because it is Black History Month, <laughs> and I don't want to be on record being like, don't watch this black historical <laughs> film. Well, it's not a black horrible his- film. It's not a horrible film, but Matt, I've said some bad things on this podcast. Okay. That I need to- <laughs> well, yeah. It's the Netflix Book Club <laughs> Netflix Podcast. Book Club Podcast. Hey, everybody. It's Dennis Rooney. Mike Tui's here. It's Black History Month. So we brought in an expert. <laughs> <laughs> Self-proclaimed filmmaker, actor, comedian, hilarious comedian, yes. Mr. Matt Wayne is here. Hello, everybody. Happy Black History Month. <laughs> Happy Black History Is it? Do you say that? Like you? Yeah, I guess you do wish that, right? I don't think... Uh... I have wished it, <laughs> but you probably could well, and should. I wish both of you a happy Black History Month. I think we got a few hours left. We're getting it in really just yeah. under the wire. The last a couple few days. Of days left yeah. in the month. And I knew it was coming, too. I remember saying in January, I'm like, we got to hit Valentine's Day with some dumb rom-com, which we did. But I was like, and then we'll do you know some, some black culture movies. And sure. Fucking we and did. you know, March is Women's History Month. Is it? Yeah. So we only have to do three out of four movies about women? Come on. Oh. That's, a, that's a hacky joke. All right, listen. Bing, pow. <laughs> Matt Wayne, you want to plug your socials? Anything? Yeah, plug it up. Oh, okay. I thought, you, I thought maybe the mic was unplugged. You're talking about business. Yeah, plug I your socials. Tell them no where you're at. Wayne in hell on uh, Instagram and Twitter. But, you know, Twitter I don't really use other than to see who's starting goalie for my fantasy hockey and... If I have to move the car tomorrow, alternate sides. Now you know why I use Twitter. Twitter is what I used for alternate side parking as well. That's yeah. how I found out that there's still alternate side parking on Halloween. I was furious. Yeah, that shouldn't be. You should recognize that holiday. It's a big, scary night. Yeah. So, Black History Month, we scoured Netflix. This came out three years ago now. Da Five Bloods. I'm not saying that wrong. It's nope. Da Five Bloods. Yep. The five bloods. <laughs> I can't stop doing the Chicago super fans. You, you thought it was going to be like a Chicago Italian guy? No, I knew what it was going to be. Yeah. I've been wanting to watch this for a while, but I was waiting for the perfect Black History Month to do it. So let me ask you something, because I was in the same boat as you. I don't know how you felt. Like, were you aware of this movie, Tui? Uh, maybe I heard of its existence. I knew about it. I was aware when it came out. I was like, oh, I should watch that. It looks interesting enough. And then I never watched it. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. You, do you guys like the movie Three Kings? Yeah, but it's been a while. So it's. I thought it was going to be kind of similar to that because it's about getting gold. It is like in Three like Kings, that, yeah. they're trying to look for Saddam's gold during okay. wartime. During wartime, yeah. and buddies, and you know, camaraderie. So I thought, okay, cool. May I mean, I know it's not going to be a comedy. It's probably going to be a drama. But we'll get into that in a minute because there are parts of this where tonally they are very confused. Spike Lee is. Fucking up the uh, multi-genre genre? You know what I mean? Multi-genre, multi-aspect ratio. Does he, yeah. Does he make films or does he make joints? Joints, excuse me. You're right. But this this doesn't have the tagline of Spike Lee joint. It doesn't even have it in the, yeah, the credits. Yeah, it had it. It did? He, yeah, wrote, yeah. he wrote it with that other guy that oh, he, he did, did the it. Black Klansman with. So they did oh, that one together. I thought he just directed this, it. I know he wrote it. And I it. thought this one had a lot of the same feel as the Black Klansman. I think there was five writers on this, and I thought, Spike Lee was one of them. I what? thought Black Klansman was a more enjoyable film. Yeah, it was pretty good. Let's let's go through the uh, Netflix list this under the Black Lives Matter collection. That's great. He was the best damn soldier that ever lived. Now the men he led and protected are coming back for his remains. And the fortune he helped them hide. I thought it was about Captain America when they said that. No, it's like Chris Evans is going to be in this? It's the Black Panther. It's the Black Panther. Chris Bozeman, this made me sad. To, this reminded me that Bozeman is dead, and I actually got like, oh, that sucks. He's a, he was good in this. This was the last was movie good. that came out when he was still alive that, yeah. that he's in. 
Yeah, he's great. I mean, all the actors are pretty. The acting in this film is pretty great. Like Delroy Lindo, I think is a pretty good heavyweight. Yeah, he steals the show. He's great. Which one is he? He's the one with the Paul. The PTSD. He's Paul. Okay. He's Paul. He's the MAGA hat. Yeah, yeah. uh, Blue Lives Matter guy. He was doing a lot of the heavy lifting for the acting. He was, and there were a lot of times where, like, you know, if it was any other actor, I'd probably be so annoyed, you know, because there's like. It's very easy to fuck up that role. Yeah, it's so heavy-handed. The black Vietnam vet MAGA supporter? Like, that's a... Yeah. He actually asked Spike Lee. He was like, can you just change it so that, like, we never mention Trump, don't do the MAGA hat, like, label me like a black conservative and everything, but, like, can we not associate me with Trump? And apparently Spike Lee, like, actually did mull it over for a few days, and it was like, no, no, you're going to wear the fucking hat. You're going to do everything. That well, I, he had to yeah. have the MAGA hat on so that... Jean Renault could have it on and looked like fucking Forrest Gump. That was really He mean. looked so much like Forrest Gump in those scenes. <laughs> I didn't even think about yeah, the cream suit or the white cream suit. Cream suit with a red hat running yeah. around. I'm like, what is what what's we'll, we the way he to... spoke <laughs> with the French accent? Also, he's really French. What French accent is that? He sounded like Elmer Fudd. <laughs> Actually, I always thought he was like British. No, he's French. If, he, if I'm thinking his name is Jean Renault. That's his real name? He's in the professional. That's Leon. That's yeah, that's who I thought of. He's was. the bad yeah, guy shit. in the first mission impossible. Yeah, and oh, he's yeah. one of the guys in Ronin with, with De Niro. I never saw Ronin. Worth it? It's fun because it's it's 90s De Niro. It's a good yeah. time. Yeah. Word. Yeah, not his best. No? Not the best De Niro film. No, but it had potential, much like this film we're about to talk about. This had such potential. There were times where I was like, I kind of like this movie because it they get so deep into it and they get in so much shit that it becomes almost like a Breaking Bad episode. Where you're like, how the fuck are you going to get out of this? How does it just keeps downward spiraling? Yeah. yeah, the first hour, I was pleasantly surprised. I don't, we were talking about this before the pod started, where it's like it happens all the time. We got to spend Sunday morning watching the movie that we put off all week because we're record. We usually record Sunday evenings, and sometimes you'll go into a movie like feeling like it's a bit of a burden. You know what I mean? And it's almost like you want to go in there clear head and not put anything on the movie. But I'm sitting there tired this morning watching this, and I'll tell you what, within the first, like, 20 minutes, I'm like, all right, I'm in. I like this. And within an hour, I'm like, this movie's fucking great. Am I crazy, or is this movie great? Right. And then hour two, they lost me, and by the end, I was like, why is this still going on? If I had to listen to Paul monologuing at me for, like, any more... That's what pissed me off so much, because last night, like, like the two of you, I'm sure... I look at the runtime. I see 156 minutes. Yes. I go, you got to be fucking <laughs> jacking me off here. This is ridiculous. So, and then, you know, I was like you. I, I was on board. And then after yeah. a while, you're like, I got to get out of Vietnam. Yeah. You got to airlift me out of this film. <laughs> get me, if I, yeah. Because Paul, that's what pissed me off is it didn't have to be 156 minutes because yeah. all the stuff with Paul at the end, you don't need. You can go to the resolution of that last shootout, just cut right to Black Lives Matter headquarters with them getting the check. Right. You don't need Paul dictating his death letter to his son. It's just yes. so heavy-handed I don't and even boring. think you need to dictate the death letter at all. That's what I'm saying. It's like, just give it to him, and you know what it fucking says. Yeah. You don't need to hear it. Yeah, with him at the ca- on the couch at the with end. With the empty bottle of uh, he, fucking booze or yeah, whatever. It's like, no, he's dead. What is all yeah, this? Yeah, it's... Also... The math of what the gold was worth didn't make sense to me. 47000 a brick, I think? First they get it. I know they're lying to the people who want it. That's what I was going to say. Because they're, they're like, just we like, got easy, like, one million, one million. Then at the end of the film, Black Lives Matter uh, headquarters, like, we got two million. Yeah. Then the French girl's like, we got three million. Right. I'm like, oh, so they're they're getting fucked even with the gold. This is ridiculous. In their own movie. Yeah. Spike Lee directed it. How did he fuck that one up? 
Well, I think maybe it was a maybe it was a comment, a team. social comment. I think maybe. the millions went all over the place because the um, I forget the character's name, but the tour guide, the Vietnamese tour guide yes. that they Vin. hired, he also got a cut. Yeah, and and um, Melvin's family, the widow, got some money too. I think. So if you factor all that in, probably you could make up any. Was it Mel? Okay, so any so distribution to make it make sense there. S- Storm and Norman's sisters then never got any because they kind of talked about giving them money early on. Well, they give them the remains, definitely. They're Which nobody said. Hey, how did they carry that? How yeah, did they get the remains back? For a second, dude, is huge plot hole where it's like, who has Norm? Yeah, who's fucking carrying? You yeah. have an ossuary on you. Like, what is happening? It's one thing to move a bunch of gold bars out of the country. It's another thing to yeah. move a human skull. Right, that pops up in. In the and a uh, femur? customs. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? That's my buddy's femur. Just, I shot him in the gut. I never forgot myself. <laughs> Forgave myself. <laughs> now I can't speak well, good. <laughs> no, it's all over. But just listen to me speak for 40 minutes as I talk to my son from Beyond you're the not, Grave. You're not my son anymore. For a, well, movie, yeah. for a movie that's fairly realistic, they just brush over a lot of that shit. Where it's like, I'm going to go take a dump in the jungle, and I'm going to dig a hole first. And it's like, I found the gold. It's like, Talk about on, shit man. luck. Hey. Yeah. Right. No, that was my first thought was, that's when it th- started to go south for me. Yeah. I was like, things are getting a little too tidy. Right. Yeah. This yeah, guy yeah. goes, I'm going to take a shit. I found the gold. Then another guy goes, I got something. What's this? Oh, Norm's dog tags. Whoa. Yeah. Immediately finds the dog tags. And then. And why was his body there left to just like, you know what I mean? Like, was he buried there or did they just assume that the mudslide was going to happen and cover the body? No, they bur- they buried him and they buried the gun on top so that they'd be able to did find that oh, first. Okay, I forgot. That's that. why okay, the gun comes right. up and they they were like, this oh, is it. Oh, they buried the gun on top. <clears throat> Smart yeah. thing. Then. Uh, the next part that what really bothered me was... What if you never buried one of your buddies? You never, <laughs> you never buried one of your buddies during wartime? Out in Nam? It's been a while. But it's I did wonder while. that. I was like, wouldn't if even if the enemy's burying you, Yeah, wouldn't they take the gun? They want the gun? Right. They want everything. No, those guys did it. I mean, yeah. you the don't Americans think... Americans did it. Paul, yes. Paul, yeah, didn't, def- Paul didn't leave after shooting the guy. No, yeah. he buried he him. He buried him. Now, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Just like, Paul, just, just like they buried the gold. Right. And I just want to clarify... Did Paul never tell his buddies, like, I, I shot him? For sure, never tell Because he says that he's like, what, do you feel responsible? Don't worry about it. But he, like, in that moment, he should have been like, well, I did shoot him, technically. Yeah. Yeah, Paul never said it. It's yeah. also, <laughs> it's not it's not explained or hinted at if this is, in fact, the first time that they've all seen each other since the war. Yes. Or if they've been, like, hanging out. Because you would think over this time that Paul would, like, you know, because they all seem like they like to get together, whack a couple drinks back. Mm-hmm. And hang out. You get a little drunk. Maybe someone busts out the weed. I don't know. And then you go, oh, man. What's what's on your mind, Paul? I shot Norm in the gut. <laughs> I've never told you. It was me. It was me. It was me. Yeah. He even says at one point, he's like, I'm just saying, man, that could have been the that shot Norm, man. Whoa. Whoa. I'm quoting. I'm quoting. I'm quoting. And it's not the end. Yeah. Yeah. I know where the line Yeah, is. baby. There it is. The black guy saying the other thing. All anyway, right. Okay. He says he's like, it could have been him. We're going to have to put a uh, parental guidance on this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trigger warning. Well, definitely a fucking time warning. That's... Because I got excited the first hour. I'm like, if it's this good and it's this long, I'm like, maybe this is going to be like this epic story, which well, it was epic, but it got... It was. Let's talk about what you broached earlier, because that really is part of what kind of ruined the... It's still not... It's not a bad movie. Like, I would... No. I think I'm going to give it a stream it, I think, because of the historical yes. aspects. Yes. If you if you have an interest in 
in yeah history and yeah. wars, especially the Vietnam War. It's such a fucking crazy, insane, illegal war, immoral yeah. or whatever. And you, yeah, you'd want to watch it. There's a lot of great historical footage, actually. Yeah, and you do they, feel like you learn because they do yeah. bring you along with different. News. And that should almost come with some warnings. Like I've seen the picture of the guy getting shot in the head. Yes, but I've never seen the three seconds later that with the, the film shows with just like yeah, just yeah. I've unfortunately seen that, but it sucks. Yeah, it sucks to have to see that. But I guess that's the the statement. That's reality. We're gonna punch yeah. you in the face. This is reality. Right. The world is unjust. The world is unfair. Yeah, the government killed Dr. King. <laughs> yeah, but <it's> yeah, <laughs> but they did. But they yeah, did. Th- this movie felt a lot, of, kind of like Apocalypse now. Yeah, how long you been sitting on that? Yeah, I got, I got it written down. Totally. Now. Well, especially when they play the Valkyrie. <laughs> they play the Valkyrie. <laughs> they have the Apocalypse now, yeah. like signage yes. at the DJ. Booth. Right. They literally, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But they're not afraid to quote many things. Yeah. In oh yeah. Like we don't need Isaiah, no stinking badges. We don't need no stinking badges. Yeah. Uh, the shit from The Wire. Yeah, that was great. That was great. Say it. Is he going to say it? Is he going to say it? Also, uh, Delroy Lindo saying, we don't die, we multiply. What that's, is that from? That's from Bebe's kids, Robin Harris. What is it? Who's before your time, you young... <laughs> Good for you. You Bebe's young kids Good don't for you, remember Matt Wayne. <laughs> stand-up comic Robin Harris. He was a very funny man, and he made this animated film in the late 80s called Bebe's Kids and it was like their their catchphrase was we don't die we multiply which granted that is a saying that could have existed before that film I feel but like Robin that, Harris yeah. made it like a thing right right so right so they were just like putting in stuff left and right yeah. what if when that actor or you know the character is saying that when he di- bloods don't die we multiply the guy's just like but Baby's Bay? I don't know what you, the name of well, the Robin Harris. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> Robin Harris died like right as Baby's kids came out. Oh, yeah. bummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never yeah. knew. Never knew the fame that Never knew the fame. Had. Yeah. The problem. But, yeah, they're, they quote, they're quoting all kinds of things in this. Yeah. Yeah, all there's of, tons yeah, of all illusion. Of I like that. That doesn't... I kind of like that, though, in movies. I like it, too. It's as long like as it little Easter eggs. Walls. Yeah, little Easter eggs and shit. Let me try. I miss the other one, Madness, Just Madness, when he's dying. That's from some movie. I forget. Some war movie. There's a lot of uh, black culture, black culture America, black culture America, Vietnam. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, black culture Vietnam was interesting to see. Yeah. I actually felt like it did a really interesting job just showing modern day Vietnam culture in a way. Where it's yes. like, please come to, like, we need the tourist money. There's- I don't think it was a good PR for tur- tourism. It's like, hey, come back and we'll hunt you down and fucking <laughs> take your gold. <laughs> well... You got well. That's one. Like of the I don't interesting... think if you're, if you're a Vietnamese person watching this film, I don't. Th- you, I don't think you're like, wow, we look pretty good. <laughs> Maybe though. They're... I don't think they look that bad though. Cause... It's be- it's better than it's depicted in like the Deer Hunter or uh, of course right, Apocalypse right. Now. But like one of the points of this movie is that war is messy. War is like not simple. So like seeing it from the Vietnam's point of view, they're like that's our money. They yes, were technically yes. supposed to have that money to begin with. It was brought over for them. And then the Five Bloods were like. That's our gold now, which you can be like, yeah, I see how they rationalize that, but I can also see how the Vietnamese rationalize it. It just gets crazy violent for a movie that's kind of funny the whole way through. Well, so that's what I was about to talk about when in terms of the, the, the tonal shifts yeah. that are out of nowhere. So first off, you know, uh, the the son, the son just shows up, by the way. Right. And it's like, I read your emails. I don't know if I that's his gold. son, his lover at first. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? Who is this guy? And he starts chatting up that French broad. And she says, I work for LAMP, Lovers Against Minds and Bomb. Not LAMP, LAMP. LAMP, yeah, yeah. And so they set that up. They're like, we're here working with, we're getting all the mines out. Right. So they know, you know there's mines everywhere. Once you know that, you know. So now when, when you see a character, when Eddie starts 
backing up and backing up and yes. backing up. You're like, this guy's going to explode. Here we go. And he explodes on the word evil. He goes like, my mother always said, money is the root of all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you can't help but laugh. It was slapstick. It was slapstick. It was and so even funny. His, even his body. Yeah, he was like, oh, oh, oh my arms and legs are gone. It's it like, was hilarious to me. He should have just been obliterated. You yes. know what I mean? He should just, just don't show him dying with no limbs. This movie, this movie kind of had to pick a lane and stick with it yeah. in a way. You know what I mean? They I, and like because that's the thing is it, that was funny to me. It maybe it reminded yeah. me of Tropic Thunder, but like if yeah. you watch someone backing away and exploding on a funny word, mm-hmm. it's funny. Yeah, yeah, and all four limbs gone. Yeah, all four limbs perfectly gone. Yeah. You know, it is a really little bit. Sense. Yeah, it's a little. He should just be blown from the waist down. Ah, I don't whatever. Know. I it mean, there's is. no there's no right way to get blown to bits, but <laughs> but, then, but then right after that, the sun steps on a mine. Yes, and then you're like, what can we do? Oh, don't worry, two mine experts just appeared. Yes, here they are. Yeah, yeah that's a beautiful and, then, and then this is a beautiful moment once again, like the gold and like the the dog tags, yeah, yeah. too tidy, too obvious. Yep. And then they come up with this ridiculous, and I don't know if this is a real thing. I'm not an expert on mines. That was a pretty cool scene. But you put though. a rope on him. It was a cool yeah, scene. It was, it was cool, cool, but we're all saying the same thing when we're watching. We're like, is that possible? Yeah. Can you do that? Also, like, everyone's just, wouldn't you, like, break his spine, yeah. possibly? What car would you go to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who won part, the record? Yeah. That yeah. was ridiculous. <laughs> well, I it was ridiculous, but I kind of like, just because every time they interjected history and they would flash, like, a picture of the person and stuff, again, yeah, I felt like I was kind of, like, learning a little bit, even though I didn't yeah. retain any of that knowledge. And it's, <laughs> in the moment, I felt like I learned it, you know? It's true. If there was, like, a comprehension quiz afterwards, oh, I would have flunked. I, Martin Luther King, I, I just, yeah. that's the answer. I don't yeah. know. There was a Who's lot the of hurdler. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember the name. Right. But apparently the he went 13 strides when people were doing 15. When everyone strides. did 15. That resonated. How's that possible? He was fast, <laughs> he Dennis. He was fast. That's what it was. But the thing that works for this film is they've already set up that Paul Delroy Lindo is like got PTSD. Yeah. They haven't revealed the guilt that he's been struggling with or wrestling with for all these years. So sure, yeah. once he's back in the, uh, the jungle, he's he feels like it's his duty to be the leader again yeah he kind of goes on his own rambo trip in a way i didn't like him spiraling out so hard well but the acting him just looking at the camera that's like old school hollywood acting and he really you know he he killed it that was my exact thought i was like this is not easy you got a tight shot on a face he's looking right into the camera it's a lot of talking it's a lot of talking it's a lot of emotion anyone else doing this like if rami malek is doing something like that you're like Get this guy out of my face. <laughs> this shaky voice. Fuck. But Look like, with your eyes. Your uh, fish yeah. eyes. Yeah. Why are you trying to get emotion I, out of me, you fish-faced douchebag? Stop looking right yeah. down the camera. Yeah. <laughs> Look somewhere else, man. The cameraman's just trying to get away. He's not even dollying out. Yeah. Uh, Alec is like the guy who stares between your eyes instead of, you know, he like stares at your forehead to try and fake being a human. So he was great. What other uh, do notes you, do, do I have Do you think here? he was naturally that sweaty, or do you think he had to get the spray bottle like every day? I don't know. He was perfectly beaded. It was probably pretty hot where they where they were. I would assume. Yeah. You know, yeah. they actually filmed this in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that came to me. Just I was like, why? Cleveland why would be Cleveland? funny? Because it's obviously Vietnam. Like you couldn't fake. This, you know what I mean? <laughs> you couldn't fake. You couldn't fake. Um, I forget the main city. What is that? Uh, is it Ho Chi Minh City they were in for a yes. while? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, did anyone else? I mean, so when I was watching this. I thought to myself, the acting in this is so good. So I looked it up. It was wasn't nominated for any acting. It was only not, the only Oscar it was nominated for. The only major award was the score. It was a great score. It was, and it didn't fit at times. Like when they're 
on the hill digging up all the gold. The score sounds like something from like E.T. or Jaws. I'm like, what is going on here? It's like, I don't know, it threw me off. But I don't like, remember exactly what it was in that part, but I don't know. I, it's funny, I didn't catch that. I didn't it was very like it was, John Williams. I, again, yeah. but maybe these could all be references he's making, at least little paying I think, homage Yeah, there was to, like, definitely a ton of stuff, references that I didn't. Oh, for sure. For, you could sure. kind of tell. This was uh, originally written, talk about like, you know, how Spike Lee was the fifth writer on the script and everything. This was originally written by two, du- two dudes back in like the 80s or 90s, I think. And it was about four white guys, which oh. is strange because they were true? just obsessed with black culture. No, they, that's a joke. <laughs> but it was about four white guys. Oh, wow. You had us. Dude, I well, was no, like, are you serious? Well, this, no, no, no. Part, the first part is true. It was about four white guys and it didn't have all of, you know. I mean, it obviously changed a ton over it was time. Mr. Burns and Abe Simpson and the, was, <laughs> the Tontine. I always think about that. I've mentioned it before. Anytime anyone jumps on a grenade, I just think of that Abe Simpson scene with the helmet. And that's was, what I thought. This was kind of similar with the going back for the gold, even though that's when everyone yeah, dies. But right. But it was originally about white guys um, going back. I think just to get the remains, there was no gold aspect, maybe, or maybe there was a gold aspect, but obviously there wasn't so much like a civil rights. Uh, aspect to it sure but this movie just needed to cut like 40 minutes down easily and you could easily spot it yeah you could look like we were there saying were scenes the, that would run so long so long and when, you don't need it when they're even just dancing down at the apocalypse now nightclub yeah that went on i started laughing because i was like i like this scene and then i'm like why are they still dancing toward like fucking get to the end of the room already it was i don't know what the point of it was just yeah. to show that these guys are that cool like, the boat ride was long yeah a lot of it was long where you just feel like you're in these. But again, I, is this what he's saying is when you're in Nam, it's an eternity. It feels right. like you can't yeah, get maybe. out. They're sitting at the temple fucking forever. I thought they're only a couple miles down the road. These guys are coming with Jeeps. They already came to the last crime scene before they figure out they're over there. Yeah. But well, it takes like so long. Do you ever see Apocalypse Now? I mean, yeah, there's a lot really long, long drain out scenes yeah. and then there's action the at the end. end. Yeah. I feel uh, like I was staring into the abyss when I watched this movie at times. They sort of take forever. And it was staring back. This movie is going to give me PTSD because I forgot to mention this, but the very beginning, as I hit play, I spilled an entire cup of coffee on one of my cats. No way! (laughs) How do you take your coffee? (laughs) It was horrible, dude. I felt awful. How do you take your coffee? Black or with black? And it it had been sitting there. My my wife had just made it, so it had been sitting there a while. So it wasn't wasn't super hot. I was hoping you were going to say light and sweet. And it was one of those things like, she... My cat, she walked in front of me just as I was like reaching for my cup, and I thought her tail, you know, sometimes cats walk with their tail up. Yes. I thought the tail was going to go right in the coffee cup, so I went to move the cup, and what I did, I just knocked it over right onto her. She bolts. Oh, She's man. under the bed, covered in coffee, looking miserable, and I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's great when you try to prevent a problem and only just further it yeah. way worse than it would have been, probably. If you saw a video of what happened, you'd go, oh, that guy knocked it over <laughs> on purpose onto his cat. Why did Matt Wayne throw that cup of coffee at his cat? <laughs> what did that cat do? Oh, Is the cat bouncing off the walls now? No, she she was she was pissed for a minute. She was really like, "What? Did the you f- have to give it a bath?" Well, I don't know because it's weird, honey. Cat- why does the cat smell like coffee? <laughs> <laughs> I got to go do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, cats are weird. Cats don't like to be wet, and only when right. they lick themselves, they lick themselves clean. You right, can't give yeah. them a bath. So I could try to like wipe her off with a paper towel, and the paper towel would be all brown. I'm like, man, I, you really got douched in coffee. This is, <laughs> this is something. So you missed half the movie just cleaning well, this cat. Why so, yeah, yeah. so there were times in the film where I would get lost because I'd be looking at my fantasy hockey or I'd be I'd be like <laughs> talking about the cat. I'm like, is she okay? She's like, she's fine. She's just a little coffee soaked. And then I would go on Wikipedia, the plot thing, and be like, oh, okay, so this is all right. That's what I just missed. Yeah. <laughs> 
Phones are like the enemy. I know we talk about like the attention span of people, their phones, you gotta look at your phone. But even sitting down and watching a movie, like if I'm sitting down and watching a movie at home, unless I'm completely enthralled by it, I'm gonna check my phone once in a while. Of course. And then I miss shit. And then I feel bad like I'm not being a good movie watcher and I'll rewind and watch it again. When I watch for the pod, I pause it to look at my phone. Right. That's smart. And then I put the phone down and I Press play again. Yeah, I gotta start doing like airplane or leave it in my bedroom under the mattress. Put it yeah. in a drawer. Put but then also, I want to like look up stuff like who wrote this, who's that actor, what else was he in? You I know? do that after. Yeah, I do. That's that even after. that's smart too. You see, I had two. I jot down. <laughs> I little, get all. I jot down little notes excited. as I'm watching. <clears throat> right. I will. Yes. If, for the pod too, I'll take out my phone and maybe write down like a joke or two or like just a line or something. So there was, was one thing that was a little too neat and also maybe unnecessary that you guys haven't brought up yet was the daughter. Yes. I I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. From the, you know, the Vietnamese mom and the other guy from The Wire. Otis, yeah. yes. and Very interesting relationship they have, Otis and... Uh, I get that soldiers were with yeah. Vietnamese women and whatever, but then she explains her uh, experience as, you know, it was, it was terrible. She was half, half black and disrespected growing up. Yeah. But it seems like she was in, like, I don't know, like, she was really well off. Like, That's what I said. I'm like, this woman needs to respect herself as a businesswoman. She's living in a, a wonderful <laughs> house. She's like, I was a whore. I'm like, you're living in an amazing yeah. house. It's like, you did well for yourself. It's yeah. in the past. Let it go. Well, like, something they, like, had... And well, she explains she does exports-imports, which is probably because oh, she had such a good relationship with American industry. soldiers. Because you know? she spoke yeah. English. Yeah, she spoke English. She, right, you know, nice, nice, importing, you know. exporting. Right, right, right. He wanted to focus more on the import. <laughs> that was actually the same actress from uh, Full Metal Jacket. You know, the, all right. Uh, was it? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. Could have been. No, because I looked it up. She's a uh, singer. She's a famous. What if it was, and I just walked into that one. Vietnamese singer. <laughs> but okay. staying on that uh, theme of things being too tidy and neat yeah. mm-hmm. with the daughter, because you're right. Is yeah. and then at the very end, I know they have a nice. They moment, hug and she but... goes, "Dad, I missed you. Like you just met this guy twice. I love you. I, I love miss you. you. It's and like, yeah. what? Yeah, like you. I know. This is the she's... second time you've seen him in person. Right. Tn must have really just been blowing smoke up her ass about her dad. You know what I mean? Like you remember the other night at dinner when that first of all how do you not immediately assume the black dude having dinner with your mom well you do unless she's having dinner with black dudes all the time no that's why they both knew like he he asked her immediately and then when she when he well, left the, she wasn't phased at all when she first asked. walked in there he was obviously fucked up from it but she just seemed like hey mom hey guy but in the next scene she was like what you was that my dad yeah so yeah, yeah. i think they i think it was obvious mom, i think I have a creeping curiosity that that man you were having an intimate dinner with. The only black man I've ever seen you speak to. <laughs> so wait, does he end up staying? He stays, right? So how did he we stay in know. Vietnam? We don't know. Did he? But I mean, he's obviously there enough to hug her. So like, that was after all this shit happened. I'm, I'm assuming they're enemies of the state. They're enemies of somebody. Well, that's, yeah, right. well, listen, that's the other big glaring hole in this whole fucking film, right? Yeah. Is First off... It was, who's carrying Norm? Where are the remains? Who's carrying Norm? Then it was like, you know, when they get out of the woods, they're like, they're like, where's Eddie? They're like, oh, he broke his ankle. We left him with food. Then like, you're like, okay, that's a bullshit lie. But then they get out of that. But then by the end, you've killed, like, how many people? Vietnamese people? And you've stolen gold. And a seriously and rich French businessman. put it in an offshore account. And a prominent French businessman. Yeah. And you're just going to go back home, like... We did it, guys. Yeah, like, <laughs> we did it. And you're right. Yeah. How would Otis be like? I'm just gonna chill here for a while. Yeah. Which even with my that, daughter who loves me now. Otis's estranged wife is like, here's a French businessman. He should not rob and kill you. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But who, who's to say? I like that Tien was innocent though. He was like, nah, she's smart. She don't have the. You know. Yeah. It's nice that they threw that in, but the truth of the matter is, if she had, I, I just don't think she 
would hand you over to someone unless you really knew you could trust that person. Yeah, that's true too. I it guess just seems like you know. Did you think he was going to double cross? Because like when they're talking about it the whole time, they're like, "This is probably the French guy setting us up." I'm like, "No, it's probably just local people." But no, it's fucking French. Well, guy I thought up. I yeah. Uh, well, and Paul is being such a son of a bitch to him. Yeah. So you know, you I guess you Paul could was think, right the whole time apparently. About well, plus him. they were they were. The things they were doing in the in the woods, I know they're they're soldiers. They've been to Nam. They were at one point. They all like just start firing their guns. They're like, ah, it's like, well, now everyone knows where you are. Yeah. If they if they're looking for people with gold, you just all shot your machine guns in the air. Wait a second. Did they shoot? I thought they did that when they got the news that MLK was assassinated. Yeah, that's that's my. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. well, but even so, okay. I, it's still a crazy thing to do. It's still a crazy like, thing not, to do. I heard that was a thing that didn't make. But sense I get to why me. there's some confusion because they cut back and forth a lot. Well, th- and, and this is another thing. And there's no C- there's no Irishman CGI exactly. to make De Niro look younger. Me. This upsets me because they have uh, those actors. They're great. They all look like dads. Which I, to me, I was like, okay, this is their memory. Yes. So they are who they are in yes. their memories. But if you're going to change the what's that called the aspect, aspect ratio aspect, and yeah, try yeah. to shoot like this is the past, 16 millimeter grain and Bosman. Is that Bozeman is Bozeman. obviously not of a he's the but, proper age. but he never would have gotten older. So. Yeah. so in their memory it's still him. Right. It's, I kinda yeah. get it. At first I go at first when we go into a flashback, I'm like, oh God, is it gonna be bad CGI or is it I'd rather different actors, different younger actors. Yeah, right, right. Every time. Get younger, different actors. Yeah, just and then when yeah. I saw them though, I had that moment where I was like, Are they all the fucking old people now still? Yeah. And then I said, Oh, that's weird. And then like as it went along, I was like, This actually is kind of a cool way to do it. It's a cool workaround. Because it does make sense where they change the aspect ratio, they change the grain, it gives it that memory vibe. And it also makes you be like, how much of this is completely accurate? Because it's almost comic booky, some of like the firefights they have. Oh, you know dude, I mean? they were marksmen. Yeah. They were yeah. just popping up, blasting between well, somebody. Oh, no, one right he, between like, the eyes. Like, it's like a like a prison shiv. I mean, he's just like goes up to you, he's like, oh, yeah. stabs him a yeah, bunch. Yeah. That was brutal. Yeah, they went into killer mode. For like sixty year old dudes who haven't been at war for the last forty years, they drop right back. And well, they're is probably it, older than that, right? That they're the, probably even older than that. Isn't that the theme? The war goes on, whether it's in your head. Well, that's the other thing too. Is, <laughs> I mean, the whole are they playing paintball every weekend? <laughs> it's numb, baby. The whole the whole film is so heavy handed, and then they they do all these like cliche shit like that with the dialogue, where it's like sometimes yeah. the war is still in your head. It's like we all know, yeah. But I do think I get the sense that like Spike Lee was trying to like. Make a mainstream film. He like almost was like dumbing it down for people. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. It was just a lot of it was just like heavy handed and cliche. And I don't know. Like I actually think this is a better Vietnam movie than Platoon. And Platoon really? Won be- Platoon- Do you think this is a better Vietnam movie than Platoon? And Platoon won Best Picture. Platoon won Best Director. Like Oliver Stone. Like I don't know. I've just never been a Stone. I guy. haven't watched this. Platoon was more interesting to me in a long time. But I, I remember thinking, wow, I really liked it, and and being blown away by Charlie Sheen, and thinking he's like cool. Sheen's good. Uh, you know, yeah, Defoe it's been a long Behringer. time. It's not it's a bad a movie. Time. I'm just saying. I've like, never seen it, but I'm just like I just put on such a high shelf that to hear you say, "Oh yeah, Bellinger, right." No, that's a good movie. I it's mean, a good from movie, my but memory, I, think, I just think this was a better story. Huh. Yeah, I was okay. more invested in these characters, maybe because I guess you can't really compare the two because Platoon is like in real time. It's the war too. It's the war. It's very this much is the war. Modern Platoon's time. in real time. Yeah, it's like it's it's it, it's just you know it's basically just exposing like the the horror of Vietnam, which other films had done before that, but you know. 
Oh, you mean like of its era? Like it was like made really quickly after? No, no. When no, you I say mean, real time, was, I think of like. No, uh, I mean like it's the the, the like story. Speed. The story <laughs> unfolds within the war. Okay. Whereas I got this you, is got like you. modern and, day. Right, Charlie right. Shane's the fre- fresh faced. That's very. It's yeah, very it's like him. Okay. Kevin Dillon, I think, is in that film. Yeah, Platoon's great. Johnny Drama. But it's Johnny Drama's a, in yeah, it. Battle. Johnny Drama's in it. Oh, now I got now I got to see Platoon. Oh, I can't. I can't believe you never said one. Yeah, one best picture. One all that. Does he act like Johnny Drama in it? Kind of, he's kind of douchey. I mean, he's like he's like eighteen, nineteen, and he's bashing he kills some people's BC. skulls. He's like victory. Oh yeah, dude, dude. There's a brutal scene where they go into like huts yeah. and they're smashing faces in with guns. It's horrible. Do you think Vietnam has, for out of all the American wars there's been, what war has made the best movies? That's I a think great it's question. Vietnam, right? Probably Vietnam. Well, Maybe World War Two. Well, yeah, I mean, those are the two. It's I think be are going. Else but World to. War now, but when you're thinking about World War One, like 1917 is like unbelievable. That's a good point. And that new German all quiet. Not the Western Front. All that's supposed. To, I haven't seen it yet, but that's supposed to be really good. So I feel like these these World World War One starting to come back around now because the trench warfare is kind of brutal. You can't you, sleep on Desert Storm either. You got three Desert kings. Three you got kings. Jarhead. Jarhead is you good. Hurt sa- Locker. Yeah, but Hurt Locker. World War Two. You got Saving Private Ryan. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm not <laughs> wrong. Stereo. I'm not wrong in this. <laughs> You're like that was Normandy, right? I forget which. No. Beach. And I, I mean, do you consider Schindler's List? Because that's what that's World, World War Two. You know, I've never seen Schindler. Oh, Red, isn't, Dennis! Isn't Thin Red Line also World War Two? That sounds like the Cold War, but maybe it is World War Two. What's the Hunt yeah. for Red October? That's definitely uh, the Cold, Cold War, nineties Cold War. Cold War. Oh, really? Oh, I always thought it was earlier. I never saw it again. It's Gene Hackman, though, right? Because well, once you hear Red, I'm thinking. Oh, it's yeah. yeah, you're probably gotcha. right. Gotcha, gotcha. What about Hamburger Hill? Or they're like, I feel like Mel Gibson made up the. The, the, Did he make a World War Two movie? He made a World War Two movie where like someone's face like melts off. <laughs> that was totally well, that's Nom. Man. I maybe remember that's that one. Nom though, the man without a face. Man. <laughs> <laughs> there's been a lot of uh, Deer Hunter is great. Deer, Deer Hunter, Hunter is really there's also though there's good. a lot of it's movies a little from like dated, the 40s and 50s about those earlier wars that like we've I I know I've never seen them anyway. Like I was reading about all the movies that like Spike Lee was inspired by and in coming about mm. this. And I don't even remember the names of the movies because they reference actual places. It's like the bridge of something, something. Yeah, or, yeah. You know. Do you ever see the Sand Pebbles? That's no. an old school. Uh, Sounds like a golf course war movie. It's really good. What war was it? Pretty brutal. Can't remember. Oh. It's so good. I, I don't want to say the wrong war. movie. What about, it's the, what about be, the Crusades? I'm going to say it's World War Two. But I guess that's not an American war though either. <laughs> the Crusades. Uh, how about this little uh, theme that 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 was thrown in there, and I cannot understand for the life of me why it mattered. Was the guy from the Otis, I guess, uh, character is on the pills. The thing. He's on pills. That did not need to be in the story at all. What difference does it, it make? It did not have an effect on anything. No, you're right. And he dumped him. And he dumped him. But to then you sh- find out later that his boy ha- has his own set, takes yeah. some urine pain, and then it's nice to have around for the kid who got shot. But all in all, they don't need to be in the movie. They're, they're, there's no plot. I don't. Was did Pfizer contribute to the making of this movie? Like, I don't know. Are like, they trying to normalize Oxycontin? Well, no. I, but I wondered if it was a social commentary where it's like, oh man, because this is. I know in the age of marijuana and like yeah. cannabis, like you should be giving at the VA hospital. They shouldn't be giving people Oxycontin. Yeah, yeah. that's what he's saying. He goes, I got it at the VA, so I think it was a shot. Okay. At the meta, the medical. Okay. Right. Interesting. Uh, that's probably. It. I was thinking maybe because I know medical. a lot of soldiers got into heroin. It, during when Vietnam, they got, when they came back, that's yeah, true too. They, yeah, and, they, and then like somehow that's the, the new heroin. I didn't know, but maybe you're right. Maybe they're taking a shot at this is how we help our soldiers. Our like American healthcare system, feed like them yeah. fucking pills and opioids. That's probably yeah. a better message. We'll but stick with also, that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, like if you're if you if the three of us were walking in the woods, 
I don't and like this. And I we're like old, this one. We're well, I got my hatchet. Yeah. <laughs> what? We're and we're, we're old buddies. Okay. Ever, ever since and that hatchet-wielding like, hitchhiker, I always yeah. keep and a hatchet and on And then Dennis takes out some pills, <laughs> and we're like, what the fuck you doing, man? And you dump them. Wouldn't your friends be like, oh, you don't, you're being a dr- right. drama queen. Like, we'll, we'll keep three. Yeah. You know what I mean? What yeah, if somebody gets shot? Don't be a fucking drama queen. Pick him up. We're going to just like, let him like dump his medicine. Right. I did think that. We're yeah. going to come back like, in 25 years. I'm like, yeah. you know. Also, dig them up. Also, if he's out there, listen, if you're out there walking, th- marching through the jungles of Vietnam and you're see your boy popping pills, it's like, yeah, it's probably for pain. I doubt he's getting like fucked up. Or so, yeah. Oh, man, this is great. Like, you know, it's. He seems pretty together, yeah. Let's sit down and watch Rick and Morty, man. Yeah, and is it really the time to talk about maybe his possible abusing of pills? You're in Vietnam looking for a fortune. Yeah, let's like, get let's through keep this. this moving. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I tried to squeeze a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tried to do too much. I didn't even really like the uh, the uh, mind detonating people. Like I kind of, but understand. that really exists. Those well, that people guy's are there. every fucking production, and he's good. The, the kid from like. Cobra Kai and the white guy, fat white guy, yeah, Walter, Walter, Paul, Paul Hauser, Hauser, Walter Hauser, Walter Hauser. He's great, but he's he's doesn't need to be in that film. He doesn't need. He has no weight in the movie. No fat jokes, guys. Stop it. They did though. I know they did make fat jokes, but I'm saying he had no weight in the movie. So bad at that moment, they're like. What's wrong, fat boy? They afraid call of a little exercise? <laughs> yeah. You afraid of a little exercise? And also, that's funny you mentioned that because that reminds me again of the levity that was like, he can't not be funny, that guy. When yeah. they shoot out, he runs and like jumps over a rock like, yes. he's, like he's running from an explosion. Hilarious. Yeah. He looked like the dog in Duck Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like he was going to pop up and start laughing. Jumping over the high grass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He jumped like you, the way you jump over a couch when your your buddies yeah. are lighting off firecrackers in the kitchen. You're like, oh shit! He popped up with carrots to eat for later. Yeah. I was gonna say he popped up behind the rock with one of those NES handguns, you know, the red <laughs> and gray one. Oh man, yeah, he didn't. And then they gave him in the credits. They give him one of those moments, like showing him acting and like his name, like the actor's name. He's like, oh, I didn't make didn't, it that far. Once really... it was over, I had to get out of Nam. <laughs> I'm always, you know, I'm ruined by Marvel movies because even a film like this, I'm like, is there a little something after the credits? A little. little are we going to Korea? Just when you thought there were five. <laughs> the we six don't blood die. enters the chat. We multiply. There's yeah. 25 now. Five by five. They call each other blood. Is a there, lot. Is there a crip joke in here? Oh, yeah. Somewhere. I wasn't sure if there was anything to do with that. You don't want to split the Crenshaw market, Spike Lee. I guess he doesn't care. I guess he doesn't care. Are you a big Spike Lee guy? What's your feelings on him before watching this movie? Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of the Spike Lee movies I've seen. Uh, I saw Malcolm X is like in like middle school, like you know they're I like we're see that. I it's watch it's that. good, you know it's yeah. good. I mean, uh, Black Klansman's great. What are some other Spike Lee? Inside Man, I Inside think Man is Inside great. Inside Man's fantastic. Twenty uh, Fifth Hour is great. Isn't Didn't that, see that. I think that's him as well, right? Do the right thing gives me anxiety. I know it's a important movie. I hate and to, such, I hate as, like, as a white guy to to say this, but I've never seen it. I should probably watch it. Don't worry, it, you don't know. It's it's not. I wouldn't. Say I that. love Danny Aiello though. Who's that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, and John Turturro's in that, too. Yeah. Yes. I'd like to see that film. No, that's a good one. No, I think Spike Lee's great. And, like, I, I you know, I, I hope, you know, keeps making films. I just, this is, like, I thought, I don't know, did you guys, I know I said this already, but I just got the feeling that he was, like, trying so hard to, like, make, like, a platoon or be like get noticed for this like yeah, for, for sure. this war drama. This, this is his big war. This is movie. his big yeah. like I don't you don't want to say love letter to Vietnam, but like 
I'd say it love was a letter to the genre. Yeah, to the genre. And stuff. And, yeah. But like 156 minutes is just brutality to get through. It's too long, and it's also the the whole like war movie, and it also had like the almost like a road trip buddy comedy type thing a lot going of on. That. But it worked blended at times. But then once it got crazy it violent, it's Cedar like... Cedar Rapids in Vietnam. Yeah, it was a little off the rail. It felt like a Will Ferrell movie at times, the way it was so slapsticky, where it's it like... It did, because some of those people can't... They're, they're always going to be funny. Um, right. And then the, I, I was looking up what won Oscars that year at those Oscars. That yeah. was the year that Nomadland won anything. So oh. they made Best Picture about a crusty white lady in a van. <laughs> yeah. Instead of... <laughs> never watched it. Yeah, I never saw I it I didn't either. watch it. I never saw it. <laughs> I didn't watch it. My brother told me he watched it, and I was surprised. My brother's not the type of guy to watch that sort of thing. I hear it's great. I hear it's, And Frances McDormand's a great, great She's actress. She's great. I've heard great things about the film, but I also feel like I'll watch it and make fun of it. Yeah. And uh, the only thing my brother had to say about the film was he was like, you see her titties? And he was like, not great titties. And I was like, she's like a 60-year-old woman. I'm like, why are you? I'm like, that's the only. I'm like, hey, did you like the movie? He's like, 60-year-old titties kind of ruined it for me. Did you guys ever see the Spike Lee movie Miracle at St. Anna? No. No. Sounds like a Christmas movie. I liked that one. What's that about? It's a group of black soldiers. He made another group of black soldiers yes. movie? We're sitting here saying it's his only war movie? Spike Lee's made another During war World movie. War II, members of the U.S. Army, all black division, stationed in Tuscany and Italy. What year did that come out? Mm, 2008. Wow. wow. Two hours and 40 minutes. Malcolm X, three hours and 20 minutes. I think he just makes really long movies. Malcolm How X long was Black Klansman? Hours though? and 20 minutes? I feel like Black Klansman was like two hours. Black Klansman I think Black, yeah, that was sounds about right. two hours and 14 minutes. Yeah, that's okay. a normal film right yeah. there. Three hours and 20 minutes. That's almost an Irishman. You know what? I feel like such a moron right now for saying that I liked Miracle at St. Anna. All his movies on Rotten Tomatoes are like 92. All of them. Yeah. This one is 33. That's so funny. That's the one nobody liked. Uh, I I remember liking it. I don't know. Let me see. Let me see what Inside Man had. 86 only. So That's it? But all the newer ones are all above 90. I think because Rotten Tomatoes is, you know, now it's all kind of bogus, I think. Right, right. For certain certain people are just always going to be rated high. Yeah, yeah, Spike Lee, I wouldn't call him exactly like a critic's darling, but it's certainly, especially when you're making, I mean, let's, I'll do a, I'll do a hot take here. If you're a big-time director and you're making a movie about, you know, black culture and civil rights, it's going to be hard to be like, this movie sucked, unless you're on this podcast. That's kind of you know what I mean, because I mean. in yeah. 2017, he had a drama, it was only 52 minutes, so I don't know if it was like, oh, it's a one-man show, but it was Rodney King, is the, is the theme. He was performing a one man show. No, it must oh. have been. He directed else. a one man show. Has he won yes. uh, best director? hundred Academy Award. On Tomatoes. That's my point. Oh, okay. Has he ever won best director? I don't think so. We would know the movie. Yeah, we would know the movie. Probably. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's and also if it wasn't, Malcolm I don't remember Max, all of the the best pictures. Mm, yeah, I agree, but I think we would know. Do you give that a lot of weight? The the Academy and whatnot. I did when I was younger. I think the older I'm getting, I realized that the the award season is just a bunch of bullshit, yeah. and it's all like politicking and lobbying yes. and a bunch of horse shit. So from what from what I can tell, he won. Well, he won best adapted screenplay for Black Klansman. Yeah, I'm, I think he won some for writing. Yeah, but you're he right. got honorary Academy Award in 2016. An honorary Academy Award. That, it used to be called the Special Award. Now it's called the Honorary Award. That's just like they have an extra award for achievements like, that are not covered by okay, existing yeah, his contributions to filmmaking. Okay, I guess that makes sense. In Watch 2019, he, re- he received his first Best Picture and Best Director. That must have been for Black Klansman. Correct. Okay, that's right. So well, would he's you the s- youngest person ever to receive an honorary Academy Award. So that's because I think it's usually cool. when people are dead. I don't know. Yeah, right, that's right, what right. They, they gave one of those to uh, 
Peter O'Toole right before he died because okay. he had never won Best Actor. Right, right. It's and he'd been else. in all these, you know, great roles. And they're like, here's what we'll do. We'll give you a little yeah. pat on the ass on your way out of And they stopped Earth. calling it the special award. That's a little, yeah, <laughs> on the nose, would you say? So, so let's do it. Stream it or don't stream it. Matt this Wayne. This is a tough one. Let's put it on Matt Wayne first. Um, I would say stream it, and then next to that in parentheses, I would say, if you got the time. Oh, <laughs> I like that. If you got that. the fucking time. I like the addendum. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's a long, wild ride, but they do such a good job, as ridiculous as it gets at times, as heavy-handed as it gets, as there's, there's a lot of holes, and you know there's a lot of tidiness, and the little things are too convenient. It's still very entertaining. And I found myself, I was saying to my wife, I was like, I really interested to see how this ends. I have no yeah. how where's this gonna go? Yeah, that's true. Once they find the gold and you they're like celebrating, you're like, okay, now all the bad shit has to happen. Right. Mm. Right. So I would say, yeah, stream it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a stream it because it is Black History Month <laughs> and I don't want to be on record being like, Don't watch this black historical <laughs> film. Well, it's not a black horrible his- film. It's not a horrible film, but Matt, I've said some bad things on this podcast that <laughs> I need to <laughs> Well yeah. I was there twenty minutes ago and you dropped off a hard G. <laughs> oh, you, oh, come on. Uh, we're gonna have to edit this you're one. Really we don't gonna make me feel better quoting the film. We don't usually one. edit this podcast, but we're gonna have to now. I didn't think that one was that bad. I thought we were still okay. It's a bad one. I said I said <laughs> I said, oh man, this has been a bad weekend for me then. I said retarded on stage in Florida last night. But were you calling yourself retarded? No. Oh no. And the room went ice cold. Oh, God. Uh, no. Damn. Give it a stream it. I like that if you have the time because it is long. Or maybe break it up into two parts. It's also long enough where you could do that. Where like It did seem that when I hit pause, when they found the gold... It was like directly half. Right, right, yeah. right. Oh, okay. Um, I'll give one last complaint about the film, though, is that uh, the guy steps on the landmine and it blows four of his limbs off, right? <laughs> all four of them. All four of them. Not four of them. Pretty perfectly. <laughs> yeah. Four of his limbs, you know. Five of them remained. <laughs> the four limbs blown off. I don't think limbs. he had his cock. I was going to make a cock joke. <laughs> and oh, I was like, oh, gosh, damn you it. You guys got me super, super self-conscious after the hard G. <laughs> oh, no. Hold on. So wait. So he gets, blown, <laughs> he gets blown to shit for stepping on the landmine. But then Otis jumps on a grenade and it looks like he just had indigestion. No, oh, Melvin. Just like, Melvin. Melvin. Yeah, Melvin. Yeah, oh, sorry, Melvin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I know that that was one of those Wasn't things. Was that a that little underwhelming? It was so underwhelming that I didn't know it happened. Right. I'm, I swear to God. Yeah. Like yeah. I went back on the Wikipedia plot part, and it's like Melvin jumps on because I'm like, well, where did where did his money? He go? saved Otis. Yeah, he saved Otis. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. It's because usually you see that, or you have seen. I think it was in The Simpsons where they take the helmet, right? And he captures the grenade the explosion. majority of it yeah. or whatever yeah but he just his fat ass just jumped on it whoa mike please a little respect for our fallen soldiers <laughs> in this <laughs> in this make believe movie, movie. <laughs> uh stream it or don't stream it mike yeah you go ahead and stream it man stream it yeah it was cool it was a cool Spike vietnam black history america black movie. history is american history yeah you know, do I you th- do you think the guy who played melvin i think was it isaiah whitlock is that his name I think so. Um, I, I closed my notebook. Okay, so he's so <laughs> he's so famous for that that wire role. Mm-hmm. So now when he's on sets and on films, obviously people want him to do it for fun. Yeah, but like, would you think that was his idea or Spike Lee? Like, give me a shit. I think it honestly, I think it worked with the character enough where I didn't even make the connection until like after the movie and I was like oh yeah he used to say it all the time in the wire I just took it as another thing they referenced yes exactly they referenced yeah. so much stuff 
But I thought to myself, I'm like, what is the percentage of viewers of this film who also know about The Wire? It's probably a lot a of crossover. A ton. Yeah, a yeah, ton. Yeah, yeah. A lot of crossover. Yeah, sure. Yeah, wow. you're right. Isaiah Whitlock Jr., good for you. And Otis is Clark Peters. The kid's name great. was Jonathan Majors. Does anyone care? Delroy Lindo. That was the guy. He is, and that's the other thing I was That I was Paul. Say, he, he knocked it out of the park. The other reason why I would say stream it is because the acting is incredible. They're asked. Delroy Lindo is asked to do so much in that film. Yeah. And like you said, Mike, he's carrying it. He's doing a lot of the heavy lifting with those monologues and like unraveling, which you could have cut out 20 minutes of the unraveling. Yeah, I didn't need this much. I get it. He's losing it. He you had know, a lot to unravel. The snake has, has him extra twisted. Oh, yeah. God, I forgot oh, about it. I twice. I'm like, what just hit him? Also, I like, forgot I was about a that. First. Do, like snakes, a do snakes jump out of trees to like attack bigger creatures? Maybe in Vietnam they do. Vietnam snakes? I don't think a a man a, a well, big man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's would, not walking through like a cutout trail. He's though, bushwhacking. At that point. He's bushwhacking. But like, in I that, guess if it feels threatened, oh, wait. it sees you whacking. Oh my god! It could have been hanging like one. Maybe that's a part of that's. Maybe that's how it you know hunts. I, I, I forget know. which came first, but the snake bite was a little slapsticky, a little crazy. Can we get but our snake he, guy in when here? When he tripped yeah. off the. Like the side of that hill or whatever. Yes, it literally looks like I don't know what happened to him. Did this mosquito bite him? Because he just all of a sudden goes like, ah, ah, and then he like throws himself off the side of the cliff. This is when he drops the gold bars. He's left the group. Yes, well, when he gets stuck in the snare trap, stuck in the snare. And yes, he's got the backpack of gold hanging up. Yeah, he's yeah, already yeah. fucked up, I guess, from the snake because he starts laughing and he says, "It's for you, Norman." He went tumbling down. But he shoots the gun. Wait, does he shoot a gun? Or he just screams? Well, he shoots the shit out of that snake. That's yeah. what he does. That gives up his location. And that gives it up. That gives up his location. Uh, Interesting yeah. use of CGI in that moment to show that snake being blown to bits. And again, a fucking marksman if there ever was one. I guess. How hard is it to shoot a snake? I don't know. He blew a snake into like six different pieces. Yeah, he hit them all over. <laughs> you know what I mean? Also, are we, we're supposed to think they got all those machine guns from the, the, the first shootout. Because in the beginning, like Otis, they find Otis's handgun, and they're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. yeah. So they must get all those other guns from the shootout they have. Yeah, in okay. the street, and then he he walks off. Okay, with the and then, they all, then they're all armed. A all crazy right. move in general to be like, "All right, well, let's head to those temples and set up a defensive position so we can have a battle here." It's like, what? That's one hell of a tour guide. That's a fucking. Yeah. I was like, but they don't have anywhere to go. Like at this yeah, point, they are really they fucked. Have to, they have yeah. nowhere to go. They've got to smuggle, you know, five million dollars. Also, did you have you guys always felt like this when you see gold in films? What do you What are you going to do with gold? You go down to the bank and go, "Here, some gold. Give me some." What do you? You can't do anything with gold. You, how, where, how do you get the money? What do you mean you can't do anything with gold? Where does it go? Where do you go with gold? <laughs> how you just so if I have a big you go to Fort those, Knox. If I have one of those bricks of gold in my pocket, what? How can I use it? Right. Where do I go with the gold? Yeah, you, you get a gold guy. It's true because you need, you need no, a gold on, guy. Hold on, you, you need a gold, gold guy. You gotta get a gold guy, but like you could also just go to a pawn shop. I bet. <laughs> yeah, but you're, you're, go, you're get getting great you're getting raked. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting raked. That guy's chewing on it like this is not the good gold. You're gonna get raked, but you're gonna leave with rollerblades, a samurai sword, surfboard, whatever you. Want, dude. You Engagement know, ring. Walk around the store. I'll give you double in store credit. You yeah, because I don't think Couple you're power even. Tools. I think even when you buy gold, you don't get the gold. I, I could be wrong, but I think you just get like certificates that that it explain how tested. much gold you have. It's so heavy. They you put it through a gold test. They go, "This is real gold." Stays in a place somewhere. Right. I don't know. It could be. Who the hell has gold? Well, the the. The tour guide said he was like, because it changed from them being like the French guy is going to give us an offshore account so we could draw it from any bank in the country. Yeah, for an extra two percent, by the way, I two. was like, that's a good deal. That's not crazy. Well, two percent on whoever, however many millions is a lot of money. Yeah, but it's like, do you want to be able to take it out at banks or not? Well, you know that I mean? that's when he was being reasonably strong arming yeah, yeah. versus murdering them. 
And then towards the end of the tour guide is like, I can actually help you guys get this money out of here. Which is he hilarious. didn't know what he was leading them into the He was just going to load up a balloon and send it back to the United States. Thank God you said that. Thank God you said that, Mike, saving me a little bit. Go ahead, drop a hard G, you son of a bitch. <laughs> There's no G in balloon. Uh, Chinese spy balloon joke somewhere in here right now? I don't know. It's a uh, They don't explain how he got the gold out. I forget what he said. No, because he, they killed the French guy who was originally going to help them. Yeah. Who was never going to help them ever. Well, they right. probably just used Otis's um, love interest, the import-exporter. No, no, no. He said at I the think end, you're right, because she has a... Big, awesome house or apartment. She's yeah. obviously successful. She figured it out. With something locally. Well, yeah. this, the tour guy says at the end, he's like, I can help you get this out of the United States. But whether but how- does that guy beef it? No, he no. gets shot, he gets but shot he's going to survive through good. and through, clean. He gets his oh, okay. he gets his share, and he opens up a travel agency. I think it was. Oh, that's right, he does. Which is kind of like At the end money going to the Vietnam people. I get it again. You know what I mean? No, it. I don't think this movie paints Vietnam in a bad light. I think it just shows how messy war is, and and also how like no, it's just how beautiful Vietnam is. But it's yeah. just like I don't know. And then also that there's that modernization, the American whatever effect. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It's not like those commercials for Jamaica. But it's still, <laughs> but it's still like. But no, but there's like several times where like, I mean, there's not one steel these, drum. These these five men are being very loud about their um their time as Vietnam vets. But like now you have all these locals being like, "You killed my brother! You killed my father! You killed my mother!" Like was, a lot of like. That's when it gets heated, yeah. But it does seem like uh, also if he had just bought the chicken, the guy wouldn't be saying that. You know what I mean? I understand he doesn't want to buy the fucking chicken, but yeah, it was a pretty you can good argue where it's like America was at war. If you're going to go over there, I thought that was a good scene there, on the boat, though. Like the anxiety just grew and grew and grew. And I mean, the guy on the boat was out of his mind. I don't know if that's Vietnamese no, culture good, where it's very pestering. Well, to buy stuff. Uh, it was a good storytelling tool. It was a good way to use exposition. Yeah, I mean, that was like too much. Right. I thought it was pretty good going up the river. I was still very much in. Yeah, they hadn't, you know, stepped in shit. Gold, yeah. taking a this, shit. I don't think we mentioned this, but the son, I thought, really killed it, too. The son was a very good actor in this. Yeah, he was and What's great. he playing now in the Marvel Universe? He's playing the big bad guy now, I think. Is that right? Kang. Krang? Kang? Something like that. Is he really? I don't, I don't, I don't know. myself with the Marvel Universe. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I forgot we were sitting here with the Academy expert. All right, wow. You really don't do any Marvel? Nothing? I mean, I do. Or you I, used to and you stopped I after? Don't know. I just, it's too much now. When I was a boy, there was... Superman and Batman, I guess that's DC, but whatever. Point being is like there was a few superhero movies a year. Now right. I, I, my head is spinning, and I, yeah. they're all friends, and they show up in the credits. I, I, well, I don't watch all of them. I'm, I'm with you. It's too much now, but I think the original arc to like Infinity War and stuff was yeah. like really crazy. It was pretty cool, a 10-year thing, and all, most of those movies were pretty good. But I do agree with you now where it's like I'm not watching all of them. It's too much. Yeah, and now they just they just – Throw everything behind like an awesome classic rock soundtrack. Yeah. Like, isn't this cool? I mean, this movie, this movie, it's Vietnam and classic rock around that era. Kind of, it's like it's one of the best eras for music. Sure. And it shows up in films so much. And I think we talked about it last time you were on. We're like, it's almost like a cheat code for a film Total to just pull code. your heartstrings. Yeah. You know what I mean? You what was it? We watched Spider Head, right? Oh, the one with uh, yes, yeah. That Go was... back and check out Matt's last episode, Spiderhead. That was, <laughs> that a, was fun a fun one. one. Yeah, yeah. That was the one where Mike didn't see the explosion. Yes, that's right. <laughs> well, you guys had thought it was much larger than it was. <laughs> no, no, no. It was large. I think I was with you. Wait, I forget who. I was on the right side. That's what I was on. We were on the right side. You were like, yeah, there was no explosion. there we go. We got. See, uh, this is hey, what we're over on 
Majors. Jonathan Majors was the son's name, the actor, and he plays Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, Kang. I got in the it, new right? Marvel, he's going to be something. the new kind of like the equivalent to Thanos. Like he's who's the new Kang big the Conqueror. Who's who does he? Who's oh, he giving a hard he's time to? He's the new to? Thanos. Apparently, he's he's setting up. So all the movies will lead up to him. I guess. Oh, to like that, destroying that, that, the multiverse. So Paul Rudd will show up. I'm Ant Man. Paul Rudd's going to go up an asshole and fix things. Is an MF Is an MFA from Get up that guy's asshole. <laughs> from Yale, Jonathan Majors. He who remains, that's that character. Oh, okay. I don't know anything about it. He's got Molly. He's one of those characters with multiple names. Let's not talk Marvel. about it. I don't want Matt Wayne to feel like he's on a children's podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking nerds. I came here to talk about Vietnam, all right? Matt, tell them where, where you're going to be. Tell them where they can yeah. see you. Plug it up again. When is this coming out? Uh, tomorrow. A couple days. Tomorrow. All right. Well, I will be... Thursday, March 2nd. This coming Thursday, I'll be in Chicago. Chicago. Opening for Joe List at the Park West Theater. So get tickets. There's still some tickets left. And then March 3rd and 4th, I'll be at the Woolen Mill Comedy Club in Bridgewater, Vermont. Ever heard of it? Ever hear of it? I've heard good things. I got to get up there. You should go. That's fucking what's-his-name's-room, right? Yeah, it is. It is what's-his-name's-room. Yep. We love what's-his-name. <laughs> he takes care of us. The Norfather. Yeah, not bless. Matt Vita, I know who he is, goddammit. I'll say his name. Um, follow Dennis Rooney 7 on Instagram for all my dates and stuff. St. Paddy's Day, I will be at Soul Joel's Comedy Dome, but I think it's going to be indoors at the ballroom. I'll be there. Uh, 8 o'clock, Friday, St. Patrick's Day, so check that out. Also, follow the podcast Instagram to see the whole schedule for the upcoming month. March, do we have to do, we gotta do something Irish in there, I guess, right? We should put a schedule up, because we did not for February. Yeah, we did. But, you know, I'll, yeah. sp- I'll speak to the person in charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll pike it up the corporate ladder. Mike! That's right. <laughs> uh, Thanks for having me, boys. Thank you for being on. Follow me. Underscore Mike Tui. All over. Underscore? That's it. Cool. Thank you. Bye. Later. He looked like the dog in Duck Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>